I can't even keep this music on. <laughs> I was really trying a new little snippet of music that they have on this app and I cannot. I feel like I'm on a cruise ship. What are those, the bass drum? What are those? Those little, I don't know what those are called. Those little cool drums. When you get on the on the cruise ship and they're all playing. Oh, I fucking love cruises. I'm dying to go on a cruise. Oh, I've been on a million of them, but I absolutely think it's the best way to travel. You don't have to worry about anything. And it's unlimited alcohol. So speaking of alcohol, welcome back. Because um, there's alcohol in what I'm going to talk about today. Not just... It's not just like my podcast isn't like about alcohol. Um, Welcome back, Stark Naked Podcast. Thank you for listening in again. I have gotten some great reviews and I feel really good about it. I feel really good. Um, I'm happy to be sharing all this stuff with you, all my emotional assness. And uh, yeah, I just, I get emotional sometimes, guys. And and I'm not afraid to cry in public. I'm really not. Um, Yeah, so... Today I wanted to get into, uh, because I've had um, a lot of people reach out to me about the podcast that I did with when I got super emotional and they were talking about how they're going through the same exact thing with breakups and shit and they fucking suck and I have been through it through the ringer two times. I I pushed myself into two breakups with the same person, horrible. and I am here to help you get over the breakup. So I think I'm going to name this one like how to like get the fuck over your breakup or something like that. But these are just the steps to not cure a heartbreak because I don't really think that you could ever cure a heartbreak. I think that you could treat it just like you could like what's something that you can't cure like AIDS. They don't have a cure for AIDS, but they have a treatment and you could live with it. And like, you know, herpes and stuff. Like you could treat it. It doesn't go away though. I always think that the heartbreak is going to be there. Um, It's always like you can like have moments where like you forget about the person for a while, like years and years or whatever. And like you just, you don't think about them. But there's always going to be that one thing that can like pop up and it like, it like triggers a little like something in your brain. And it's like, ah, like it it hurts again. And that happens all the time. Um, so I don't really think that you could get over it like or cure it completely. But there are steps to treat a heartbreak. And again, these are not... I'm not a dating professional. And I'm not a dating therapist, relationship therapist, marriage therapist. I've never been married in my life. But I do believe that there are ways that I've used to help me get over heartbreak. And I've had to go through a couple of them to figure out what exactly works. So you have to understand that healing is hard, um, especially when the relationship wasn't necessarily toxic. Now, when you go through a breakup and you have these relationships that were just like the person cheated or they were like, you know, like physical abuse was or emotional abuse, like all that stuff, I feel like it's not that it's easier to get over, but it does kind of like it soothes, soothes the burn a little bit because you know that that person wasn't good for you. You know, you should never be in a, in a relationship where somebody's emotionally abusive to you or physically or any, any type of abuse, mental abuse, manipulation. It happens all the time. And if the person cheats or whatever, like, you know, that that person wasn't right for you. So, but it, it does suck when the person that you break up with, 
like it was in my scenario, the person was fucking good and it wasn't a toxic relationship. It was just, it wasn't good timing and I needed to do self-work. He needed to do self-work. And that happens a lot where like, it's a, you know, like the breakup is just different. It's not like if I, I, if I was ever in like a relationship where somebody was like mentally and physically abusive, I would be out so quick and it would be easier. You know what I mean? It would be easier to get over that person. But when the relationship isn't toxic, it's kind of hard and the healing is hard. Um, so there are, these are my few steps. Okay. First off, the first step that I think is the most important and call me naive, call it crazy, say it won't work, whatever, say that I'm just kind of like pushing out a delete their social media. You don't have to delete yours. I think it does like, it is a good break from social media. If you kind of like, I I think I took like a two or three week break where I was just like away from it. And I just wanted to get away. I gave myself like a little bit to stay off of social media, but you have to understand like social media is great, but it's also a really, it could be your worst enemy, especially when you're going through a heartbreak. Like you, I, I'm just going to say what I did. I blocked the person. I asked them to block me. So just in case I wanted to kind of like check out what was going on one day and I like I had a weak moment, I wouldn't be able to. So blocking them and then also it sucks, but we had so many mutual friends, but I literally had to and I still have to to this day because it it hurts to even like to see anybody because I loved all of his fucking friends. I loved them. And I had such a great relationship with them. I can't look at them. It just, it, it gets in my head and like, it's not good for my healing process. I deleted or like, you know, I, I muted and I unfollowed or whatever, all of his friends that were close that I know hang out with him all the time. I had to do that. I cannot, it it would just, it would suck when I would like go on social media and I would see like, Oh, like trips or whatever. Like, Oh God, it just, it like, it made me nauseous. So it, it hurts, especially when like, you know, if you're able to do that and like you're, you say that you're strong enough to like see his friend, like good for you. Like, that's great. But I'm telling you for me, it definitely helped out of sight, out of mind is real. Okay. If it's not in your vision, your plane of vision, it, it could possibly like you could, you just, you, it's not that you forget about the person, but it's just easier to not like always have them like right up in your face and things that remind you of them. So, and you have to think about it this way. Like, like think, so I, I spoke about like how like heartbreak is like getting over an addiction. So think about a heroin addict. Okay. Are they going to follow accounts on social media about heroin? If somebody's trying to get over an addiction, are they going to hang out with people that are a part of that addiction that like do heroin still it's sad it's like it's weird to like and i'm i know i'm not saying that heroin and a person are like the same thing like getting over a heartbreak is the same thing i know getting over heroin is very hard and it's like you know it's also horrible for your health but it's kind of i'm just putting addiction like anything heroin meth fucking alcohol anything like are you going to put yourself in the position or like in the environment of heroin. If you're trying to get over heroin, are you going to keep pictures of yourself when you were hanging out with heroin? When you're trying to get over heroin, like it's just not, you don't want something that's going to show you what you once had because it sucks to see that it sucks to like, it just hurts. And 
it's just, it's, it's not forever. And I don't think that I'm going to like not follow those people forever, but out of sight, out of mind right now is my best. It's my, the best thing that I could do for myself because it's not allowing me to see the person or see what's going on in their life. And then I'm able to just kind of erase it. And this last time we basically like, like the only form of communication that we have is through email and if we want, if we really want to get a hold of each other, like if there's something that we need to talk about or whatever, it has to go through email. We don't even text, like blocked, like where it blocked, his life is blocked out of my life. And I think that that's very important and whatever you could say, whatever you want about it, that's how it works for me. Second step, I'm telling you, just do it for a little bit. Stay away from alcohol. Okay. I told you about the whole like brain chemical thing. Alcohol is, it feels good for the time being. And you could obviously, I'm not saying like, don't ever go out. You have to have fun. You have to hang out with friends. You have to be able to, it's like a distraction, but you have to understand like the moment that you take those sips of alcohol, your brain chemistry is getting distorted. And the, the clear mind that you think that you're having throughout the day, that alcohol brings back, you know how we get like we'll fucking like we'll we'll text people that we would never want to text. It's crazy. We will literally like I'll we'll send out those like you up texts to people that we would never want to. Alcohol does that. We get mad at things that we don't usually get mad at. We it like it heightens your your senses and it heightens your your anger towards things and your emotions and it's just not it feels good for the time being, but then afterwards, the like when you wake up or it's late at night and you're texting that guy and you're the person that you broke up with and you're like, I can't believe that you fucking did this or like, I miss you so much and like, I can't believe that this happened. Alcohol, alcohol, man, it is, it is not good. And if you can, it's so, you should, you sh- you'll either, there's one or two things will happen. You'll either get drunk and text them and wake up with regret or it's going to bring on horrible thoughts that even if you don't text them, it's just going to, you get that anxiety and you get that like, I feel like, like, why did I go out and like, I feel so horrible today. And then you start thinking about the negative thoughts about your breakup. Also on top of the negative thoughts about you feeling like fucking shit from drinking. Like it sucks. The whole thing sucks. So alcohol is just not, I think that's great to just stay away from alcohol. Sorry, I just took just take a sip of my coffee. That made a weird noise. <laughs> um, so third thing, I think you need to spend time with your people. So I do believe that it's great to have like your alone time. And this is like the time to work on yourself, but also don't like the people that you usually weren't hanging out with. Or sometimes when we get into relationships, we, we kind of like forget about our friends and stuff. And we forget about the people that like were there before the relationship because we're so gung ho about this relationship and this person that we're with that we kind of forget. So like a lot of my friends, like I wasn't hanging out with them as much because I was so focused on this relationship. And I, once you start hanging out with those people, like the people that are there for you after that, you know that those are your people. Like those are the people that love you and they're there for you. And you can, you could vent all you want and talk about this stuff, but also like you could just enjoy life and start hanging out with them again and like building your relationships again. And I feel so good about that. Like I, before, like I didn't really, I didn't keep my friendships. Like I wasn't like watering my friendships. I was only watering my relationship and I was trying to grow my relationship, but I forgot like who were the fuck were the people that were before then. And like those, these, these are my people that have been here from day one 
Like, I'm going to water this shit and I want to be with these people. And like, it's going to feel weird at first because all you're going to want to do is talk about your ex and like, you're going to be depressed and stuff. But then once you start hanging out with them, you kind of like, you forget about it for a little bit. Like I, I remember I would like, we went skiing. I went on a ski trip with my friends and like, I wasn't thinking about it. Like I was like, I was like, shit, like I just noticed like the past couple hours I hadn't thought about my ex. I was like thinking about like the present moment and the good times that I was having and it. It's a great feeling. And I think that you just, you need to water all of your relationships that are, that mean something to you. Not, you know, don't be watering like other shit that doesn't matter, but water the friendships that the people that were there for you and they're, they're there in your life for a reason. And just like you're there when they go through breakups and stuff, they're there for you. And that's the shit. Those are the the powerful relationships that you need to be in. And also date yourself. Go to therapy, talk to somebody, date yourself, go on dates and shit. Like finally learned how it is to just like be alone. And like, I've never done this. I've never gone to a movie by myself. I always want to, but that's not true. Yes, I have. I have gone to, it was during the daytime, but I've never like, like sitting at like a dinner table. Like when you go on like a busy night to the movies or when you go on a busy like day or like a busy uh, restaurant or whatever, it's not... I'm not saying it sometimes it does feel uncomfortable, but if you can learn how to like, like when I was driving to Colorado, I stopped in like a bunch of places and like, I just walked around and I did stuff by myself. And I was kind of like, that's when you get to know yourself and you start to like, you start to understand that life is okay without this person. And like all the stuff that you used to do with this person, do it with yourself. And it's going to kind of like, it's going to kind of like ease the burn too. Cause it's like, you know what? Like it's, you know, you always think like, oh, I can never like, I can never go back to that restaurant again, or I can never go see that movie again, or I can never go to that park again. Cause that's where we went or we rode our bikes there. Like go ride your bike there, go do stuff that you, that you used to do with this person, but do it with yourself. And then you'll do it. Like it's going to feel uncomfortable, but do it and do it and do it and do it again. And just like, it's going to feel good after a while because you're going to understand like, shit, I don't need that person to like do all this stuff. Like they didn't ruin, they shouldn't, nobody should ruin anything for you. Songs are kind of hard because they have an emotional, um, component to them. Like there, there's some songs that like, I, I honestly don't think I ever want to listen to again because it just like, it reminds me unless I, unless I want to have a good cry, (laughs) but like there's, I, I just don't like, I don't feel like it's necessary to listen to certain things when people, it reminds me of somebody and it just makes me sad. Like you don't need to do that, but places you shouldn't shy away from places unless it's obviously like their apartment building or their work or their family's house or their neighborhood, you know, don't go there. Um, what was my next? Okay. And then also I think another great one before I get into the emotional aspect of it, find a hobby. Okay. I cannot, I cannot, what am I, what am I trying to say? I cannot express this enough. Finding a hobby that takes your mind, it takes your mind off of stuff. The first couple, my breakup was kind of a little bit easier on me because I didn't have to stay in the place that broke me. I was able to move across the country, but if you're not able to, first off, try and stay away from the area for the time being. I just, I just, I'm contradicting what I just said, but for the time being, 
it's just, it's easier for like the first week or so stay away from that area and find something that takes your mind off of it. So if you have a hobby that you were into before the breakup, go back into that hobby. Now, podcasting was not my hobby at all, but I fucking thought about it so much before my breakup so much. Like all I would think about was this fucking thing. Like I, I literally, I was like, I really need to, I need to do this because I know that it's going to work for me. And like, I know that I really want to do a podcast and like, I bet I thought about it. And I would write, like I said, I would write like pages after pages of ideas and stuff. And then I, now I'm finally doing it. And I feel like I'm not thinking about the breakup. Like, I'm not thinking about it. Like, I'm thinking about, like, talking to you guys and, like, talking about the breakup, but it's helping me. And it's, like, find something that, like, if you were, like, I'm trying to think, like, my friends got into, my friend that went through a breakup is, like, super into, like, marathons and stuff. So she's focusing on, like, like training for marathons and, like, doing that. Or, like, my other friend is, like, super into, like, singing. She wants to sing and she wants to focus on that. And you don't have to like make a job out of it. Like you're not trying to make a career out of it, but just focus on what you want to do. Like a sport that you used to like, or like join a fucking, like when we first got here, we were going to join a kickball league, like a hand, a cup in hand kickball league, uh, that you like drink while you're, while you're playing kickball. But it got cold and then they, they canceled it because it was the outdoor one, which is kind of really sad. And I keep forgetting that I was going to do that and they tabbed my money and I never got that back. I need to remind myself to get my money back, but just find something that you're passionate about and something that makes you not think about your ex and not, not think about men in general or women in general. Just like, just it, it helps you focus on yourself. Like if you're really into piano or if you want to like learn something or learn a language or anything, something that's bettering you as a person, it feels good when you better you after a breakup because you're, you're starting to like get your mojo back. And also I think another step is getting linked up with like some like-minded people. So people that have gone through breakups and stuff, but not only people that go through breakups because everybody has like, everybody's different and everybody goes through breakups, but find somebody that like thinks like you and like has the same like morals and values and somebody that like has the same passions as you and like wants to like, I love it now meeting people that like have the same mindset as me, like that spiritual, like just wants to get deep with conversation and shit. And like people that want to stay healthy and they're like so about like living life and being like positive. I, I surround myself with that now. I love it. I, if you, if you don't have a positive mindset and you're just kind of like you, like you bring me down, like I don't hang out with you. I just don't, I don't like that. I like being around like funny, happy people because it just, it, it builds me up and it, I like to build them up as well. So be around self-minded people. Also submerse yourself into self-development. I think that this was probably the most important thing that I did besides staying away from alcohol and blocking my ex and like not, not block, but just like blocking everything, like, you know, pictures and all that stuff. Submerse yourself in getting better. So I, for the past six months, I have grown more in my life mentally and spiritually and emotionally than I have in the last 28 years. Like, and I mean that 1000% genuinely, I feel like I have grown so much and my, I became quote unquote woke 
in the past six months more than I ever have. I wasn't before. I wasn't, my mind wasn't open. My eyes weren't open. I was like just going through life kind of with the flow and not really enjoying it. I feel so great now because I fucking, as, as uncomfortable as it was, like all I wanted to do was like watch my shows and like binge on Netflix and like all the stuff that I would usually do in the morning. Like I would watch these like Vanderpump Rules and stuff and like all these stupid shows that mean absolutely nothing to me, Sex in the City. And like, I never watched Bridget Jones, but like Bridget Jones, like anything that would make you like usually feel good after a breakup. I didn't do that. I literally forced myself every day to listen to Brandon Burchard or whatever his name is, um, uh, Tom Bilyeu, Tony Robbins, like fucking, uh, what's his name? Michael Singer, the, the guy I would read those books, Eckhart Tolle. I fucking, I submersed myself in this stuff and I literally, I was drowning in it. I literally, I, I made myself kind of like to the point, I never got sick of it because it was always helping me, but I literally, anytime that I was feeling bad, I put on a video, I put on a podcast, I put on a book and I literally focused in on that. I learned to quiet my mind and just put myself into self-development and like, I can say this with so much certainty, that is the reason why I feel better today is because I, I literally, I was drowning myself in self-development and I think that it's so important. Obviously, I was enjoying myself. If anybody follows me on Instagram, I was fucking, me and my roommate were going nuts because we literally didn't know what to do with ourselves. We were both like kind of like we were boy crazy kind of girls. And then I like I had I was going through this heartbreak and all I wanted to do was just like go out and party and enjoy myself. But then I started noticing like the alcohol was affecting me and it was affecting my my thoughts and like my I would wake up unhappy. So then I started just like staying home more days and like on the weekends, like this past weekend, I didn't drink at all. And like the, the other weekend before, like I didn't feel like I needed to. All I wanted to do was just be positive and like go out in nature and fucking like just like get my mind right with the good things like like positive podcasts and videos. YouTube is such a great thing. And like there's so many videos. I've literally impact theory like changed my life as well. There's a there's a YouTube series called Impact Theory with Tom Bilyeu and I think that he is the greatest and I love his mindset and I yeah, I just submerse yourself in self-development. I think it's super important. So, and that I think one a very important step that a lot of people don't don't understand is you have to accept that it's over and that's really hard because that it it hurts because you don't want to accept that it's over and like I the first couple like months I kind of didn't like I was always like kind of holding on to hey maybe like maybe something can happen where you know like we'll get back together in the future or whatever and that was the worst thing for me because if you don't accept that it's over and you don't basically make peace with it and say like you know what like I am so happy that this relationship happened, but I understand that it's not going to happen anymore. You don't know in the future anything can happen, okay? Anything. But you have to understand that right now, you need to separate yourself and just understand like I have to I have to close the book in that chat or I have to close the chapter of my life in my book of life. Like that that chapter is done with and I have to understand that and you have to be okay with it because if you're not 
you're never, you're always going to be holding on and you're never going to be able to grow. You're never going to be able to like grow from this situation and learn the lessons and like look back on the relationship and understand like, this is what I did wrong. This is what I didn't like from this person. This is what I'll, I'm going to push forward in my next relationship. And like, this is what I, you know, I need to work on on myself and he needs to work on this. And you just, you have to like, that's what it is. You just, you, you have to close, you have to close the book on that, on that chapter in your life. And you have to just accept it. You have to be like, you know what? I love this person and I will always love this person. And they were in my life for a reason. And this was, this was probably one of the hardest things to do because accepting it, just accepting anything that you don't want to accept is hard, really hard. Accepting that like you're, you know, you lost a family member or you're losing or you lost your job or like you, anything that you have to, you have to accept, you don't want to. It's hard because you don't want to say goodbye. You don't want to kiss them goodbye and be like, oh, you're on your way. It sucks. It's a shitty situation, but you have to because you're never going to grow from the situation. You're never going to grow from the relationship. So you have to say goodbye and you have to accept that it happened for a reason. And now it's time to move on. And also with that, you have to allow yourself to cry. You have to allow grief to happen. So this is just like I said, this is like, and my, my therapist told me this. He's like, you have to understand that it's okay sometimes. Like you want to be strong and I hate crying. I hated it before. Now I kind of, I like, I kind of accept it and I, I sit with my crying, but you have to understand that like grief is, grief is a step. You have to go through grief in order to feel better. It kind of like, it's like venting to your friends. Like when you, when you let out a good cry, you feel better afterwards. And I, I, I'm telling you, you're talking to a person that used to hate it. I used to push my feelings deep down and like sweep them under the rug. And I was like, I'm not going to cry today. I do not want to think about him. I'm just like, I am literally going to like, not even like, I'm going to try and push this. And I, I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. I don't want to seem weak. But you have to understand that it's not weak. Like even with guys, the guys that don't cry, I think are like, they're fake. Or you're, you're just, you're high and yeah, you're fake. Like I hate saying that cause it's kind of mean, but like if you don't cry when you feel like you need to cry, like you're being fake to yourself. Like you're not being genuine. Like if you're feeling something, feel it. It's a normal human reaction to fucking cry. Like we did it as babies for a reason. We do it when we lose something, like we lose a pet or we lose a a family member or a friend or somebody close to you. So a breakup is a loss. And that's what, that's what my therapist said. He's like, you're going through a loss right now and you're okay to grieve. And sometimes it's crazy if you think about this, but sometimes like the loss of a person in like for like a turn, like just forever, like when somebody passes away sometimes it's easier than when you're getting over a breakup because you know you have to accept the person is gone when they're when they pass away but the grief of a breakup is kind of like it sucks because you know that that person is still there and they're still walking around and they're still alive and it's kind of like hard to get over that but you have to allow yourself to cry sit with your fucking emotions cry it's called self self soothing you have to self soothe yourself And I promise you, if you let yourself cry, it feels better. Like, I don't listen to the music that we used to like or like songs that he dedicated to me because it's going to make me cry. But there are times when like, 
I just like I'll see a note from him or something or fuck it and it just like it stabs me in the heart and I'm just like ugh, like it's just because he affected me very very much and I just I let myself sit there and I let I let sadness come through and I let it like kind of sit with me because it's kind of like like sadness and depression and anxiety and all those things I like to think of them as like like different beings like it's like it's like they're not like friends but they're parts of you and like like sadness is coming to visit me today and they're here and it's just like emotions are kind of like I separate them and I'm like I'm sitting with sadness right now and I'm like shit like you know I hate that you're here right now but I'm just gonna sit with you for a little bit because it's happening for a reason and maybe I need to kind of like soothe a little bit more and every time I do and I sit with the sadness and I cry I feel better and then sadness goes away and then I could go along with my day I don't let it sit with me and take over me. I let it, I cry about it and I'm like, shit, okay, now it's time to like, I cried. I'm going to like separate myself from this emotion. I, it did its job. I feel a little bit better. So now I'm going to go on. So just let yourself cry. Guys too, fucking cry, dude. It's, there's nothing like, there's nothing unsexy about a guy that cries. If you're crying about stupid shit, like your team lost or something. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Some people are very, uh, I just, I don't, yeah. <laughs> like if your team loses the Super Bowl, don't cry, man. Like there's still, everybody's still alive. Like you're alive. It sucks that you put so much dedication and you're not even playing the fucking game. If you played in the Super Bowl, like if they lose, I understand. But just like, like men who cry are just the, like, if you're crying for like solid reasons, like you're a fucking man. Like that's, that's part of being a man. You're in touch with your feminine side, and that's that's fucking hot, okay? And then also, I think that I said about making peace and love that it happened, and you know that whole cliche quote about like smile that it happened, appreciate the happy times, you know, smile that it happened. What's that quote? I don't even know about the quote, but just like appreciate the good times, like I said, but don't forget about the bad times, okay? Big big step. Where are we at right now in this podcast? 30 minutes. Really quick. Be, don't forget the bad times. So we tend to emotionally forget all of the bad shit that happened. So I, when I was going through my breakup, I, in the beginning I was like, oh, I was so upset and I would forget about all of this stuff that was, there wasn't a lot of negatives, but the stuff that like there were obviously red flags and negatives coming from mine and his part, obviously, because that's why it didn't work. So remember why it didn't work in the first place, okay? Even if you have to write it down, I've literally wrote it down a million times whenever I get into my head and I'm like, oh my God, like I, I miss this person so much and like all of the good times and I remember that remember that vacation and remember the things that we did and like sitting on the couch with him and like just like enjoying the jokes that we had and stuff. I have to stop myself and be like, yo, Jessica, like chill. Remember the bad stuff that happened also? You have to remember that even, even if it, the bad stuff is with you, like remember when you weren't okay, like you were thinking this way, remember, remember, that's not going to go away if you were to get back with him right now. If you were to magic, everything was magically going to get better and you were going to get back with the person, is that bad stuff going to go away? Did you learn your lesson? No. 
It's only been a few months, dude. Like, wake the fuck up. Even if it's been a few years, if you didn't learn that lesson, if you get back with the person, it's all the whole, it's a whole fucking circle again. Like, it's just, it's, you're going on the fucking Ferris wheel of like bad relationship. It wasn't a bad relationship, but like the things that happen in the relationship, you're just going around and around because you're not like, you're not stepping off the Ferris wheel and like understanding like, hey, like that is why shit didn't work out. So I need to work on that. I need to stop thinking about all the good things that happened and start focusing on the bad stuff and understand that that's what I need to be working on. Don't only focus on the good. Everybody focuses on the good because you you forget. Time heals everything. Has, have you ever heard that? Like, it's true. Time heals wounds. Time heals breakups. Time heals heartache. Time heals bad emotions. Like, if you ever go to bed mad at somebody and then you wake up the next morning, you're like, oh, why was I mad? You know, like time heals everything. And you know what it's, you know why it's healing? Because all of your brain chemicals are kind of like going back to normal. That's exactly what's happening. You're kind of like, you're just going back to your like homeostasis where you were like your brain was like going fucking crazy and it was mad at something. After time, all of that's going to kind of like subside and you're back to neutral. And you have to understand that like when you're super hyped up about the breakup and stuff and you're like, yeah, I was so pissed off. And then you start to like, you start to get sad and like, then you start to kind of get neutral and you're like, I miss like that person for that reason. And like, I miss all the good times that we had, but you have to understand, like, stop, like, don't think about the bad stuff also that happened. Don't harp on it. Don't be a harper. Don't hold grudges, but understand that like, there's a reason why it ended. The person You have to accept the person is not for you. It broke, you broke up for a reason. Now, if you were to get back together later on in life, that could happen. But don't think about that right now. Think about bettering yourself, figure out why it ended in the first place and understand that this person right now is not for you. This is not your person. There's, they're just not, it's that they happened. They were in your life for a lesson. And for a reason, and you learn from it, and he learned from you, you learn from him. Just understand that, okay? And then, what was my last one? What are my last? Is that it? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. This is my second to last one. I'm just, this is gonna be done in about five minutes because I also need to go into work. I'm in the car again. Go figure. Okay. Understand us women take breakups differently. This is a proven fact, okay? Men, during, after a breakup, right after a breakup, men have an easier way of, of moving on in a sense, they're quote unquote, they're not, they're not really moving on. Men are not, unless they really are like heartless and they just didn't care about you. If a person really, if you guys had a, like a longer relationship, longer than fucking four months and like you you actually like cared about the person and they cared about you, they're going to be thinking about you. Don't think that like just because the breakup happened and you see them out having fun, which you shouldn't be because you shouldn't be following them on Instagram or Facebook or anything or following their family. But when you see them out having a good time, understand that they are still going through heartbreak as well. But men take it differently. Men are different beings. Their their hormones and everything are different than us women. So women take it harder in the beginning. It's actually funny. There's like a meme out there that like it shows like 
right after a breakup and then a couple weeks and then a couple months. And it's like right after the breakup, the girl is like sobbing and she's super upset. And the guy is kind of like, I'm free. And like he goes out and does whatever he wants. And then weeks later, the guy kind of like is over like the parting thing. He kind of misses the girl and he starts to see that she's doing better because she starts focusing on herself. And then months later, it shows that the girl is just like, like fucking open-minded and free and like understanding and she learned from it. And then the guy is like back calling her and he's like, I miss you. Like whatever. It doesn't happen to everybody. I just thought that it was a funny, it was just a funny way of putting it because it does happen where guys are easier to hook up with other people. They're just like the testosterone takes over and like they guys take relationships more. And I read this, this is like actually a scientific thing. Cause I like to think scientifically guys think of relationships like the end of a relationship or is like a, uh, like a failure, like guys don't like to fail at things. And I've asked so many men. I just love it. My favorite question to people is like, what's your biggest fear? And one of a lot of the biggest fears that I've gotten from men is fear of failure, like failing at life and like failing at like creating a life for themselves and failing at their job and their career and their relationships and like just failing guys don't like to fail guys are very competitive people that's why like when guys <laughs> when their their sports team loses they get fucking crazy about it because they don't like to lose it's a form of like it's just lost like they don't like to lose they don't like to fail at something so women take it more on the emotional aspect like you miss the person and you miss their love and stuff but men take it as a failure so they take it as like they try and like cover up like that sadness at first with like going out and partying and like just like acting like they don't give a shit but in reality you have to understand everybody gives a shit okay if you really cared about the person that's why you know the boomerang effect like when a guy is or when a girl like you break up with them or they break up with you I'm sorry and like everything ends you ever notice that they come back around like at least once or twice or five times they come back around it's a thing because you're still emotionally attached to this person okay so I'm just saying this is like, don't think that the person doesn't care. Okay. Don't sit there and say, you're just going out of, you don't even fucking, you never cared about me. Like they're just like, they're doing their own thing and they're partying or whatever. Like, no, they just have a different way of coping with the loss. And my last and final pretty important, uh, to- or it's like step for getting over somebody. And I'm not saying that this is, you have to like, you don't have to do this. But like I said in my other podcast, sometimes the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody. I'm not saying that I did it. I didn't go on a fucking fucking spree and like I didn't, I did it, but I'm not saying that you should or shouldn't. I don't judge anybody, but I think we need to take the stigma off of the fact that women, you don't need to be emotionally attached to somebody to go have sex with them, okay? I'm not saying go be a whore. And it's not even a whore. If you want to, we're, we're physical beings. It's, a, it's in our carnal nature. Carnal? Carnal? It's like a carnal, carnal, right? Carnal desire. I don't know if that's, I think that's it. Yeah, carnal. Hello. I'm not, what am I? Stupid. Carnal desire, okay? That's why we go get our nails done. That's why we get our hair done. That's why guys go to the gym to be like ripped and stuff. Obviously we want to make ourselves feel good, but we also want to attract the a mate. We always want to attract somebody. It's evolution. It's just what we do since caveman time. 
You know, women grew out their bush because maybe the guy really liked it. He liked his dick to be warm. (laughs) I'm just going to, yeah, you know, women really, you know, like they kept their mustaches because maybe men liked it back then. Now we wax our mustache. I don't have a mustache, but sometimes some girls do. And like we wax ourselves and we do all this stuff because like we want to look good for another person. We have sexual desire. That's just what it is. Like you're not wrong for wanting to go have sex with somebody. Don't be stupid about it. Don't be dumb. Use a fucking condom. They're there for a reason, you know, or masturbate. Do whatever you need to do, but understand that like it's okay to go do that. Rebounds are a thing. Now, I'm saying this like it's I'm just saying take because people like guys have always told me and I fucking hate this. Like girls can't girls can't have like random sex. They get too attached or they're they put an emotional aspect to it. That's fucking wrong. Like no, that's not true. Uh, maybe a lot of girls do that because a lot of girls want to be in relationships, but when I I'm just going to put it out there like I've had sex with people that I don't give a shit about. And like it's not and I'm not the only thing is like, don't, don't do it. Like be upfront with the person. And when you're, if you just want to have a rebound and you just want to like get your rocks off and like, just have sex with somebody understand, like first, like just don't first off, just don't be stupid about it. Like I hate, I don't want people to take this as like me saying like, go be a whore and like, go do like, go fuck a bunch of people. Like be smart about it. Wear a condom. Don't go get drunk and like go home with random people. Like actually know the person, get to know them. So you know that you're being safe, but I'm just saying like, we're all, it's 2020. Like you're a fucking adult. You know what to do. Don't be stupid. Don't be like a little fucking like college girl. That's like going off and like fucking random dudes at like your local bar. Just don't do that. But like, understand that you could get to know somebody and explain to them, listen, I just got out of a relationship. I kind of just like, I want this to be like a physical thing. And like, I just want to hang out or whatever. If that's okay. But like, tell the person that you're doing that. Don't, don't fuck up another person's life. Okay. Like that is, I think that, and that's a rule that I go by, like do what makes you happy as long as you're not fucking up other people's happiness. That's important. And like, that's write that down, man. (laughs) Like I write it. I literally, I say that to myself all the time. Do I'm going to do what makes me happy, but as long, and that's not a selfish thing. We are put on this earth to have fun. Like just enjoy yourself. Why else are you put on this earth besides to procreate and to have fun? You got to enjoy the ride. Okay. But don't fuck up other people's rides. Don't do that. That's not, that's not nice. Karma is a real thing. Don't, don't be mean. Don't like go fuck people and act like you have emotions for them and lead them on. And then, and then you know that you're not ready to have a relationship with them. Don't lead them on to thinking that you're going to have a relationship. Just don't do that. Be a fucking human, like a decent human. It's not that hard. It fucking drives me nuts when people, oh God, like just fucking talk, like be, communicate. Okay. And I've done this in the past and I've, I've learned from myself and I hated myself for doing that to people. But now it's just like, I tell them straight up, like, listen, this is what's going on. I'm not really like, I'm just going with the flow with life. If you want to do this and it's just like, I'm just, you know, it's like, there's no emotional, deep emotional attachment. Obviously I need to get along with you, but like, they're just, just understand, like, take the stigma away that women are only in it for the emotions. Like, that's not true. Women are carnal beings as well. Okay. 
We want to have sex too. So stop saying that we need to be emotionally connected to the person. You don't, okay? We all have our needs, okay? Maybe you're not a sexual person and that's okay. Do whatever you need to do. And I'm telling you, sometimes masturbation helps your brain, okay? I'm going to go ahead and say it. If you're ever feeling low about a person and like you miss them or whatever, or like like a, a guy that you were talking to is like he wasn't honest with you and like he, you know, you're like you're trying to get over that little tiny heartbreak where it's like you feel like rejected, just fucking masturbate, okay? Masturbate and I'm telling you, again, it's fucking science, it's brain chemicals, you're going to feel better afterwards, all right? Like you, you kind of like, it relieves some stress. Okay. Just do it. All right. And if you don't do it, grow up. Okay. Cause everybody does it. So, and if you don't like you should, it's a part of loving yourself. Okay. If you can love yourself, you know, on the, uh, on the outside, you know, like love yourself by like taking care of yourself. Like you could love yourself with your vagina too, you know? So that is it. Uh, that was a long one. Sorry, 45 minutes. But I think that that was a really important thing. And these are the steps that helped me get over, not get over. I'm not over it by far. But I, these are the steps that helped me kind of like just chill out and like be able to focus on myself and self-growth. And I think that's super important. So yeah, focus on yourself. Go out, have some sex with people. It's okay. Just be smart about it. Use a fucking condom. Be smart. Don't go out and getting drunk and going home with randos. Don't get drugged. Be a fucking smart human, okay? It's 2020. Clear out your fucking eyes, all right? And that's it. Take those to heart. Kind of stay away from alcohol a little bit for the first couple weeks if you can. Delete them off of social media. For the people in the back, hello? Delete them off of social media and stop lurking their page, It's the worst thing that you could do. You are self-sabotaging yourself. Don't self-sabotage. Self-soothe yourself. And that is it. I am going to go because I am late. All right. I love you guys. Thank you for listening in. And uh, my nose is still stuffy. All right. Goodbye.